Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. to Land Parties, episode 19 from the Las Vegas Review Journal. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. I am your co-host, Ryan Smith, and with me, as always, is Lucas Egan. Lucas, how was your weekend, my friend? I know it was a long weekend. Yeah, it was good. I uh, It was pretty relaxing, which was kind of nice. Um, didn't do any housework, just, just strictly... Went on a little bit of a, a gaming fix here. Uh, played a little Last of Us, played a little Overwatch, and uh, played a little Super Smash. So that was kind of my trifecta for the weekend. Ryan, how was yours? It was good. Uh, did a little uh, barbecuing here uh, the other day. Chilled out with the family. It's also my daughter's my daughter's uh, birthday week. When this episode drops uh, tomorrow, tomorrow is her birthday. So, uh, you know, we've been celebrating that. It's going to be a little different. Uh, with the social distancing and stuff like that. So not going to be having anybody over. We've done kind of like a week of of themed uh, things. As you can see, my my nails got painted last night. Um, <laughs> we had a yes day where Bobby and Daddy had to say yes to everything. Um, you know, it, it, it's been fantastic. So, again, no complaints being able to, to hang out with the family, uh, you know, get outside a little bit, uh, do a little hiking and stuff like that. So we definitely want to look at getting outdoors uh, some more, at least uh, out in the open and, and just not having to be cooped up uh, inside all day. But, you know, as far as gaming wise, things have been good. I, I'm really excited uh, to talk about uh, this this first topic here. Uh, I know we talked about this game here a few on a, a few episodes ago. Uh, it's It's called Crucible. It's Amazon's first major game uh, that they've released. Uh, we knew that it was going to be very much a MOBA style. I didn't know what really to expect because I didn't uh, do a ton of going and, and, and following along this game's development. Uh, however, I've got to say I, I, I really enjoyed it. It's free to play, by the way. So those that have it or those that have Steam, you're able to go pick it up on Steam right now. It's free to play. And uh, I'm not going to lie. It, it is a lot of fun. It, it kind of the premise of it is, again, it is a MOBA, but it kind of also has that Overwatch feel to it uh, with it being a 3D environment. Uh, it is third person. Uh, it is. I think it's third person. Uh, it's either third person or first person. I, I, I'm, I'm spacing it here. Um, but it, it feels very much like Overwatch. However, you have uh, very similar objectives uh, that you would see, say, in, in a mobile style game. Um, one of the modes that I tried was, you know, there's these uh, these big planters that you have to go and like you have teams 4v4. You have to kill these uh, uh, these hive things and then grab their heart. Uh, grab the heart of the spawn uh, or of the hive, uh, and, and that's the objective. You have to get three of them to uh, win the game. That's only one mode. I haven't tried any of the other modes, uh, but I, I can't lie, man. It, it is uh, I it is a, a ton of fun uh, to play. I was really impressed uh, just to see how smooth uh, 
you know what I mean? The game uh, played. And, and of course, we know that it is officially out out now. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know if you guys or, or if you yourself, Lucas, have had a chance uh, to play it. But I got to say, if you enjoy MOBAs, here it is. It is third person. Um, if you enjoy MOBAs, uh, I, I think you're going to enjoy this game. Yeah, you know, I have not had a chance to sit down with it. I will definitely. It looks good. It looks fun. And, you know, Ryan, I was going to ask this. This is such a hyper competitive space in the genre right now. Do you do you see this game getting off to a good start to kind of edging out its own audience in the space? Yeah, I think so. And it's funny, too, because I think some people were kind of like, well, I don't know. Valorant might uh, hinder hinder its ability to be successful. And I don't you know, it hasn't had that. I mean, I don't I feel like it hasn't had any kind of effect on it whatsoever. Again, this is a whole different you know, genre of game, whereas Valorant is more of a CSGO, you know, shooter style. This is, again, falls more closely uh, to the uh, uh, MOBA uh, framework as far as rules and, and, and play and stuff like that. So uh, it's not I think this is going to be, you know, again, I'm, I'm curious to see where it's going to go, especially with how competitive, uh, you know what I mean, uh, games have been the esports uh, uh, league and, and different leagues and stuff like that. I could totally see this becoming a competitive game. Again, I don't think that's their intention. I don't think this was built per se to be a competitive game, uh, but it definitely has the framework there for them to be able to uh, achieve that with this game. I mean, again, I'm just really impressed with, uh, you know, this is Amazon's first major game that they're coming out with, and I think they hit it uh, right on the mark. I think they did a fantastic job with this. I'm curious to see what the, you know, how it develops and how it goes. I know that right now, so if you get it right now, this is technically uh, a preseason so there's a battle pass for it and everything. Uh, again, all free to play. They actually give you the tokens to purchase the battle pass, which is awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, one battle pass on us. So I believe the first season is supposed to start. Let me look at my sources here. Uh, yeah, in July. So I don't know if there's a firm date on it, but that first season will start in July. So uh you know, we'll see what they have in store. Uh, you know, another exciting part about games like these two is is them introducing new characters and it kind of building out again. If you look at a League of Legends where they have a ton <laughs> of heroes that you can use, I would love to see something like th that happen with this and and them continue to expand this game. I'm really excited to see what Amazon uh, what Amazon does with this, dude. You know. I'm interested to get your thoughts on this. So it, it seems like they've got a, a solid foundation here. What needs to happen for a game to kind of go from a good start into something that could become an, uh, an, a big esport and kind of take it to that next level? What sorts of things are you looking for from them? Okay, so I would say, uh, number one, let's, you know, again, we're in this preseason phase. Excuse me. So they're testing it out. They're they're getting a feel for how people are enjoying this game, uh, and I'm sure that they already have some sort of framework 
built in uh, for this to go competitive, although that may not have been their initial, uh, you know, their initial, um, you know, them trying to kick off like, hey, we immediately want this to go into a competitive realm. But I think they would be foolish uh, if that did not cross somebody's mind. Uh, so, you know, the, I, I'm sure that the framework is, is, is kind of there for this. Uh, and then again, people are going to be watching closely as this game continues to, uh, uh, to age a little bit. Uh, so people are going to be looking at things such as, uh, what, uh, is this, uh, how much support are they giving on this game? Are they doing hot patches and hot fixes for, for issues and problems, uh, that people are, are, are seeing and complaining about? Uh, are they going to be, uh, uh, you know how much you know again when when you when it comes to uh character development do they already have a bunch of characters uh maybe that are in the can that they're ready to go maybe they can do a one or two month you know every every other month or something like that they release a new character uh you know again one of the biggest things uh i feel especially in the competitive uh, uh arena is just you know, how much they, they are willing to put in, again, these live service games where they're making these adjustments uh, to that either make things better or or it makes things worse. Um, but I think really, again, and, and, and like uh, a lot of games within the community, how they respond to the community and what they're see, seeing and what they're feeling as they're uh, playing this game, I, I think only time will really tell uh to, to see if this game will be successful and if it will go into a competitive uh, arena. Uh, but this is, I, I think this is a lot of, I, I think it's really exciting. And I, I think that they've, uh, you know, kind of nailed it on the head here uh, as far as the start uh, to this game's release. So uh, kudos to you, Amazon, <laughs> on, on doing a, a game well done. Because again, the, I mean, we kind of mentioned, you know, this uh, here a few episodes, we talked about it a little bit, but it wasn't really heavily on my radar. Uh, again, I'm not a big, big MOBA player, but, you know, like I said, the, the play style feels very, very much kind of like a Overwatch. Uh, so it is something I'm a little more comfortable with. Uh, you know, again, there's still some some clunkiness in some of the movement and some of the animations and stuff like that. But I, I, I feel that a lot of that stuff will get smoothened out uh, as time passes. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's going to be fun to watch where Amazon goes from here. You know, it, it, by all accounts, it seems like they're hitting this one out of the park. And so I, I wonder how this will affect their plans going forward beyond just the uh, Crucible, but their plans maybe to make some more games and how big of a push they want to do. You, you know, I, I kind of think back the, to Amazon's philosophy with their tablets to make cheap tablets to get people in the Amazon ecosystem. Do you mm -hmm. ever see them get to a point where they're making something akin to like a Steam box once they start building out their portfolio to try and get people into a an Amazon ecosystem of games. Absolutely. I could totally see that being a future thing. Again, this is their first like real big and they've talked about it before and stuff like that jumping into the games uh the game sphere and whatnot but this is i think this is such an impressive uh debut for them and and i you know again they've got the resources of amazon so we know that's going to be huge so i think it'd be foolish for them not really foolish but uh I, I could totally see them jumping into that sphere saying hey we have our own proprietary box or our own proprietary method of 
of getting you in that that uh, Amazon ecosystem. And when they get you in, they want to keep you in. Uh, and and they usually do a pretty good job of doing that. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see because I'm pretty sure and I can't I, I'd have to double check, but I'm pretty sure that there's some other games as well that they're working on uh, that will be releasing. I, I can't think off the top of my head uh, what other games that they're working on, but I'm pretty sure that there are some other games uh, that Amazon are, are currently in development with. So I'll have to check that out and see what else they have in store. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. In the least, if here in the next year or so we hear, oh, we've got a new streaming box that's exclusive Amazon. However, you can get any game, any game that you have, you can play, you know, because, again, they'll, there's going to be some sort of that's where we saw with GeForce Now, uh-huh. where GeForce Now, you know, is is I felt was a good cloud gaming solution. However, the hurdles that they ran into were the fact that they did not clear stuff up with the publishers, right. uh, you know, the publishers not getting their cuts. And they they all of a sudden, you know, it was Finder and beta. But once they released it and said there's a subscription, publishers said, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Where's our cut of that pie? Uh, and then that kind of, you know, they started pulling out um, of being a part of uh, GeForce Now. So, uh, you know, I, I could totally see I could totally see Amazon swooping them or coming in under the rug and saying, oh, yeah, we've also got that infrastructure. We're willing to pay the uh, the uh, 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 publishers and and this and that. So you could play any of your games anywhere right here on our X or our Xbox on our Amazon stream box or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally could see them going in that in that direction. And, you know, the, the X factor might be the fact that they own Twitch, too. So if they really want to push out a title, obviously, they've got one of the biggest if not the biggest streaming platform to start to to make a pretty heavy push well and i think something else interesting about that too is that this also means and i know that there's something in the works uh as far as with the pac-man game but i would love to see some more games that have a little bit more interactivity uh with streamers and their communities mm-hmm. uh like i said i know that there's a, a pac-man game i believe that's coming out uh that's going to be i mean it is super interactive i'm not sure exactly the details on that but there's a way there's integration within twitch uh and this game so that the excuse me, the streamer and viewers can play this Pac-Man game, uh, you know, together or, or whatever the case is. Uh, maybe we'll have that on a future episode because I think that's really interesting. And just seeing, uh, you know, because I, I really think that's going to be part of that future development is developing uh, more games that have that Twitch viewer interactivity, which who knows what we can get from that, dude. I mean, but it, it, again, that's really exciting. Yeah, yeah, and you know it. It would be it would be fun to have a little more of that interactivity, like you were saying. And yeah, you know it's it's going to be fun because now that we have that base of what streaming is, seeing where it goes and what new ways uh, things start to develop, and that that will just help everybody. It'll help the streamers. It'll help the audiences. Uh, you know, it it can only be good from here. Yeah, I agree. Let me know though if you you got to pick up this game. Maybe we, uh, dude, I would love to stream it. Uh... Uh, or or something sometime uh, here for land party yeah. to a little uh, Lucas Lucas and Ryan Crucible stream would be awesome. Uh, but let me know if you uh, if you pick this up. I, I think it's at least worth picking up and uh, you know giving it giving it a shot. Again, you got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. It's free to play. So I mean you know you can always uninstall it if you don't enjoy it. Uh, but if if 
you know, games like that, MOBAs and and that kind of like 3D uh, uh, like MOBA hybrids, if that's something that you enjoy, I think I and again, this is just my opinion. I think it's at least worth trying out because you're probably going to enjoy this game. Hey, you know, if we do that, people can experience the many phases I go through while I'm playing a game. And just just as a warning, <laughs> if I if I start getting mad and saying things to you, it's it's not you. <laughs> exactly. No, I I completely understand. Look, there may be a little bit of rage. <laughs> However, that's just part of the gaming life. <laughs> you know, moving yeah, on from from a new a new game on on the gaming block here, trying to establish themselves. To let's talk a little bit about Overwatch League, and Ryan, yes. we, we saw the completion of a pretty remarkable turnaround here. So they had their May Melee tournament, uh, which is split into two regions. And in the Asia Pacific region, we saw the Shanghai Dragons beat Seoul Dynasty. Now, it was not very long ago that the Dragons were went 0-42 over the span of, I think, Ooh. a little over a year or about a year. And they Ouch. just broke that winless streak last year. So to see them get to this point is pretty awesome and pretty amazing. And that, that's quite the turnaround. Well, I mean, number one, and, and that's got to be, as a team, uh, it's disheartening to lose. Nobody nobody plays to lose, right? right. Uh, so to have that many consecutive matches of just losses, uh, you know, again, I'm not saying that they were losing everything, but to not get those dubs, to not get that that something in that W column uh, had to have been had to have been heartbreaking for them. So for them to be able to do that, not only that, but uh, but but then to get that dub uh, on a top tier team uh, like Dynasty, dude, is is quite impressive. And that's got to be, you know, uh, and we've talked about this a little bit uh, with some other teams that that have struggled. Um, just getting that first little notch to kind of give you a little bit of momentum uh, to start getting wins and and you know start start being, um, you know, just just getting wins. Basically, you need something to get going. So that that had to have felt uh, fantastic for them. Yeah, and you know it's funny because every team's going to go through their losing streaks. But my goodness, I mean the the what they must have been thinking during that own forty two streak. I I don't know, and it almost seems like then it snowballs, right? Because you're going to have trouble attracting certain players because of that streak, and so for them to yep. to stick stick this out and not lose focus and and you know retain that confidence that hey it's going to turn around once that streak was broken you know to continue the building to this point not to mention by the way this match the reverse sweep dynasty to win uh, so that that seems what? like that's a pretty entertaining thing in and of itself it's it's just awesome because so many times you see in any other sport a franchise get like that and they get stuck in there for years, sometimes decades. Mm -hmm. It seems like so. It's just Look nice. Look you, Cleveland Browns. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's nice to see them get to that point. It it is it is a very nice turnaround story that we got to witness here. Well, that's crazy too that they 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 pull off a reverse sweep. I know how hard uh, that could be. You know, especially in this game. You know, not only do you get, not only are you yourself starting to get discouraged just from uh you know the the uh all the losses and stuff like that but uh i mean your team as a whole and your teammates you know that's got to be discouraging for them as well so to be on the brink of getting swept 
to turning it around and winning. I would have loved to, to cause again, I didn't get a chance to watch this match, uh, but I would have loved to have seen if they had made any kind of uh, changes uh, within their lineup or within the roster of uh, characters that they were using uh, that helped them uh, to kind of turn it around, I guess. Uh, I don't know how, you know, what, 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 what do you do? How do you make that big of a swing? Did, did Soul Dynasty just say, you know what, we're, we're done. They started <laughs> resting on their laurels. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, Shanghai said, oh, nay, nay, uh, this is not over. We're coming back for that dub, uh, is, 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 it's quite impressive. And this isn't an easy map either. This is a capture point, so uh, it's not a uh, like a push a payload or anything. So you do tend to uh, have the ability to have some of these longer matches. And if you are if you are able to pull something off like this, it would be a map like this where uh, you know you're you're contesting a point, uh, and both teams are trying to contest this point as opposed to just pushing a payload and then hoping that you could push the payload further than the other team. Right. Yeah. You know, I I didn't get a chance to watch this match either. I'm definitely going to go back and find it, though. That's for sure. And, you yeah. know, it's it's got to be hopeful to all the other teams that are struggling. Right. Because it seems it, it just seems like you can get mired in losing and you just think, well, <laughs> we're here and that's about it. And so it, it's just. Hey, turnarounds can happen, and they can happen relatively quickly. Like, like I said, it was just over a year ago that they broke that winless streak. So for them to go mm-hmm. from there to here, say in, in call it 13, 14, 15 months, I mean that that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, and and well, the other thing too is that, and, and we've talked about it here the last few episodes. Uh, you know, the Overwatch League is clearly uh had some struggles and and they continue to have struggles. I think matches like this, uh, we need more matches like this. Bring that excitement, uh, bring that excitement level up for their fans, uh, bring that excitement level up, uh, you know, for that those players because nothing beats having a match like that. You know, your adrenaline's going, uh, you're feeling great. You just pull off this crazy, crazy upset. Uh, you know, those are the moments that really get fans being like, you know, get them talking and and being like, oh, we can't wait till next week to see what other kind of crazy shenanigans uh, they have. So, you know, that this this is only not only helpful uh, for the team, but, uh, you know, I, I think the league in general and as far as within their uh, the entertainment uh, scope of things, uh, this was definitely a, a win overall. I hope and I hope that they can continue to have matches like this. Uh, I know that recently, uh, I, I'm not 100% sure when when this was implemented, but I saw something the other day uh, showing that they've brought back the Overwatch League tokens. Uh, so I believe that is now a, a thing on YouTube, uh, which it, again, I, am, I, I just have such a hard time understanding why they took Overwatch League from the biggest streaming platform uh, in the world over to YouTube, there had to have been, you know, obviously monetarily uh, is, is the only thing. And that that to me would have been that, hey, we they got uh, X amount of dollars for signing the contract uh, to do this. And maybe this made sense. But I feel like longevity wise, it would have been better to keep it on Twitch then move it over to YouTube gaming because again, I don't know about you. I don't watch a lot of YouTube gaming or YouTube streams. Uh, I forget that's even a part of YouTube. Uh, 
Um, so I, I kind of felt like that, you know, again, just wasn't in the long run. I feel like it, it has hurt them uh, more so than helped them. And again, they could have just been going in, hey, we're going to do a year contract just to experiment, see which one, compare the numbers, see which one. Did, I mean, but again, but we already know that Twitch, it did a lot better on Twitch than it has so far on YouTube. However, they're doing things such as implementing those Overwatch League uh, tokens, which I know a lot of people would just have it up at least right. uh, just so they could farm the tokens. Uh, so hopefully we'll see an increase in their numbers. And, you know, again, Overwatch is one of my all time favorite games. Uh, so I want to see this be successful and i want to see uh these these continued uh just crazy crazy plays and amazing things uh that that this game has the potential uh to to really you know engage and get viewers uh uh, to watch and really help out that that uh, the esports and the esports uh i guess that whole that arena as a whole in uh video gaming and whatnot so We'll see what happens, but uh, kudos to the to the Shanghai Dragon uh, pulling off that reverse. Uh, I mean, gosh, going from almost getting skunked to turning it around and winning. Seriously, that is like some table flipping. Like this is amazing, right? Right? Yeah, I always think like like that. That's the type of match that I I might have like stopped watching and then come back and go wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> no need. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and just to piggyback what you you were finishing up there, these are two very important wins in terms of positive stories for Overwatch. They have had a heck of a year, you know, between losing casting talent to now losing player talent, and you know, throw COVID in the middle of all of that. I mean, this has just been mm-hmm. a, a heck of a tough year for them, and so stories like these, stories like bringing back tokens and whatnot. This is something they need to build on. They need to take advantage of some positive momentum. I agree 100%. Let's take a quick uh, break and we will be right back, guys. There's no shortage of action going on at Bet Online. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get in on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24 7. Or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And live right now on Bet Online's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with ex-Chicago Bulls Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling The Final Dance. Visit betonline.ag and use the promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. And welcome back. Thanks for listening to that brief message. And Ryan, I've got a story to bring up that makes me happy for this person, but also <laughs> just just a little bit salty, just a little bit. <laughs> So they recently had the European Championship for the Fortnite Championship Series, and Janice Z, a 15-year-old, took first place and won a cool $120,000 for their efforts. Ryan, first of all, congratulations to Janice. That's awesome. But my goodness, the prize pools to Fortnite tournaments just continue to astound me. Well, again, we I mean, we know that and and Fortnite has become such a huge 
huge staple of of gaming i feel like not only just gaming but i mean we saw when when last week we talked about the the unreal engine 5 again this is developed by epic games uh so it's it's the, the the numbers is is absolutely I, I couldn't imagine being a 15 year old having a hundred or winning a hundred twenty thousand uh, dollars from playing a video game I'm pretty sure I would have freaked out uh, <laughs> but again here's the part that we don't see is these people dedicate so much time on a daily basis uh, to get this good this stuff doesn't just happen overnight or come from playing uh, you know casually or anything they are practicing this game day in and day out and it clearly shows uh I, I don't know about you guys i tried to you know I, I actually had this game before uh there was even a battle royale for it and uh you know i really enjoyed it but again i'm not really a battle royale player myself um and the building people got too good at building like this is more of a game of being able to build and aim and shoot and kill people uh you know at the same time so you could be good at aiming and shooting but if you can't build you're probably gonna get got right. uh so there's a lot of mechanics in it uh that that you know that go into it but uh congratulations to janice so that is uh that is not only a huge win but going home a hundred and twenty thousand uh, dollars uh that you didn't have <laughs> beforehand had to have been super exciting they're just starting their summer as well so uh you know we'll see what happens and, and kind of like we saw with Booga um, last year uh, you know I'm, I'm sure this is going to kind of catapult Janice into the spotlight a little bit so hopefully Janice is able to capitalize on this um, again I don't know if they're uh, uh, if they stream or anything like that or if they're just a competitive uh, gamer uh, excuse me but um, you know that's really exciting for that uh, that that young person to be able to uh Take all that hard work and, and all that practice that you put in and, and be able to go out uh, when it counts and and get dubs like this and, and win tournaments. Uh, as we know, especially in the esports arena, there is a lot of money uh, out there, not only for prizes, but just in, in so many different realms, uh, the production side of things, uh, developing, you know, developing it out and whatnot. So, uh, you know, congratulations to Janice. This is, uh, you know. Huge, huge win. You know, and it's funny to to speak to the level of competition that was competing in this. Booga finished 40th at this tournament. Wow. So just to give you an idea, um, third place was, uh, let me see here, Aqua, who was part of the Fortnite Duels World Cup team. So you're talking about some some world-class players. And yeah, you know, second place took home 90,000. Uh, 95,000, excuse me. Third place took home 70. So, yeah, you know, it's a, it's nice for these players to know that if you're going to dedicate as much time as it takes to get really good at this game, that it can pay off. And like you were saying, hopefully these players can start to build off of that and, you know, make this a, la- a more lasting opportunity than just winning a tournament. You know, build their audience, build their brand and whatnot, which is something that I think players and streamers still struggle with, I think, you know, especially when you're new, right? Is how do you mm-hmm. build your brand and how do you turn strong finishes into something a little more lasting so that you can still have success past the point that you're competing on a, a world-class competitive scale? Because as we know, gamers, their, their shelf life, like a lot of athletes and a lot of sports, isn't long in terms of competitive tournaments. So how can you build that brand for the future? 
Well, yeah. And I, I think, say, like, a, you know, a ninja and stuff like that is, is a prime example of, you know, there's a lot. I, I felt like a lot of it was just originally it, it, it was about just getting good at get it, getting good at a game, uh, being solid at it, kind of flexing, flexing on people. Uh, but it, it's changed so much, especially with competitive esports, uh, with the streaming scene and everything like that. It really is important to diversify and be able to see like, look, I, I'm going to be good at this for a limited time. There's always going to be people coming up that are going to be better and better and better. So when you, when you do find these successes, it is so important. I, I feel like they're seeing it more and more so now to when you do have that success to capitalize on it, to move forward, look at your brand. Cause you yourself, you know, especially as a competitive player or, you know, you're your own brand. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to take that momentum and see what you can do with it, whether it be going and starting to stream more, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, going and, and looking and seeing what the next game, big game is going to be. Uh, but you have to diversify your options. And I think a lot more gamers are seeing that now, uh, especially with the success of streamers, the success of uh, uh, the four or the Fortnites, the uh, the ninjas and uh, the Nick Mercs and, and things like that. It's so important uh, this day and age uh, for 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 you to or for a competitive player to take that momentum and, and move forward with it. You know, Ryan, being a streamer yourself here, did you did you have some some conscious thinking of what you wanted your brand to be or how you wanted that to be portrayed or did that start to come as you started to find your groove and and what made you feel most comfortable so it was for me it was a little bit of both because you know again when i first got into it i didn't really know what i was doing just pushing go live (laughs) and play some video games right Mm -hmm. uh no it's not just that i i learned that very quickly that there's a lot more into it or that goes into it. Not only that, but this is also still a kind of newish ground floor uh, uh, industry and, and place. And again, having a TV production experience, uh, a lot of that kind of intertwined with the streaming world. And that's where I found uh, that I really enjoyed things. But what I learned, especially was from watching other people's streams, uh, seeing what I enjoyed about their streams and what made sense to be able to uh, implement and incorporate uh, into my own. Again, for me, it's it's all about, you know, good vibes, uh, you know, chilling out, people being able to relax and have a space where we can come together, talk about games, play video games together, uh, meet each other, maybe collaborate on different creative uh, aspects as well. Because again, it's not about just gaming. And there's a lot of people that are within this world that have other skills that you can then start, you know, collaborating on on other projects or doing other things. And that's where I really found a lot of, uh, uh, for me anyway, that's where I started kind of gravitating towards mm-hmm. uh, was was more more of that and that collaborating and being able to build a community of like minded people. Uh, you know, you got to that's definitely something I know some people go in, they go in hot and heavy. They already have, you know, I know who my demographic graphic is i know uh exactly what my themes are this and that uh, but i also feel like there's a lot of people that just kind of go in uh you start learning
learning and growing. And as you learn and grow, some of those things start kind of revealing themselves to you uh, based off of just uh, the response that you get for your audience or the people that you're talking to. You know, it's important to, to find, hey, why do you why do you come here? What what for you do you enjoy about being here? You know, getting that kind of feedback is is super instrumental. And I feel like, you know, from that, the community kind of helps to build what your what your brand uh, looks like. Now, again, you got to be careful of that because that is could and can be a double edged sword because uh, you have uh, other people then that start getting defined by what their community is doing. And then they start getting led down this path that wasn't originally intended right. and ends up being a toxic space or, or something like that. So be careful with that stuff, too, and make sure that you're taking control. If you are getting into this uh, into this sphere, make sure that you're you're taking control and that you're the one that's driving, uh, you know, what the what the community is about and what those expect expectations and what those standards are. Sounds like a pretty delicate balance and, and something that that just continues to evolve. You never really arrive, so to speak. You're just you're continually evaluating and, and continually changing. But but like we said, hopefully these guys are setting themselves up for future success and they take advantage of the, the, the strong performances that they're able to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I do want to tag on one last thing uh, before we head out. I know that uh, I was kind of looking and uh, I, I found this article article on uh, uh, Polygon that basically kind of listed out uh, some of the uh, shows, some of the uh, revealings that we have uh, coming up here. So I just kind of wanted to quickly uh, run through this list real quick. We've got uh, in June, we've got PC Gaming Show. Uh, that's here next week uh, uh next saturday will be the pc gaming show uh it'll be a full live broadcast uh we got uh, uh people like from games radar paradox interactive and the grill collective uh june 11th we have ea play live uh that will be another uh, uh that's an ea game reveals updates community content uh etc cyberpunk 2077 night city wire uh is june 11th uh, that'll be a focus on live stream from uh, CD Projekt Red. Then we got Day of the Devs, June 22nd through or June 22nd and then July 20th. Uh, that's what uh, Jeff Keighley um, will be uh, uh, helping to uh, uh, showcase uh, that. And, and they're going to be looking at different games. Then we got the New Game Plus Expo, June 23rd, Bit Summit, Gaiden, uh, June 27th, 28th, and then uh, some more events here uh, in July. One thing that kind of struck me as uh, interesting was this EVO Online. It's going to be running from July 4th through August 2nd. Uh, any of you that are familiar with EVO, it's a, it's a huge fighting game tournament that's hosted out here in Las Vegas. Obviously, that's not happening with the, uh, the COVID situation. Uh, however, they're moving it to an online tournament. Uh, it looks like it's going to be over the course of five weekends all online. So I'm kind of interested to see how they go about that production and how that all comes together. That's definitely be something that I'll be watching uh, on the weekends. I've got a lot of friends that participate in, in that. So it would be kind of cool. Maybe that weekend we can find somebody that's involved in that too. Uh, get them on as a guest here on the show. Definitely. You know, let me ask you real quick, Ryan. We talked last week about Sony possibly doing doing uh, their show or a show in June. It's coming. Where Where do you think this fits in? What What date? If you had to guess right now, do you think that they would land? Uh, so this, oh man, uh, I want to say 
I want to say it will be I and again, you can quote me on it. <laughs> I think we'll be seeing hopefully something either next week or the week after. I don't think later than that. I know that originally they had planned on having something early June. I think they're probably going to still stick with that schedule, even though they haven't officially announced anything. Uh, rumor has it that that probably here within uh, either next week or the week after, we should be getting those gaming announcements uh, from Sony, and and I cannot freaking wait. Has has Cyberpunk aligned itself with the console yet? Uh, how do you mean exactly? Like, you know how sometimes they have games that are multi-platform, but, but they're they they kind of align themselves with, with one or the other, like 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 a Destiny where they had like content come first to Sony. I haven't you know I haven't really seen anything about them playing you know going. I, I guess having more of a ah, we're kind of leaning more towards the PlayStation Five or maybe the Xbox. I feel like, you know, especially with, and I think this could be a developer thing too. Uh, I feel like they're just trying to be all inclusive. Like, look, man, this is a great game. We want everybody to be able to get their hands on it. We don't care what platform you're on, if you have a console or not. Right. We just want to get this game in your hands. Because I was going to say, if if Cyberpunk had reached a deal with Sony to play a little nicer with Sony, it would make sense that like maybe June 10th or June 12th, Sony either leads into cyberpunk or follow cyberpunk. Um, so maybe, Ooh. maybe one of those two days, if, if that's the case, that that's just total speculation. <laughs> I mean, that would be, that would be amazing. The only thing I could see about that though, is that I think that event is ran by CD project red. Okay. Uh, so I, yeah, so I, I could see almost like them if 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 that is the case, and they do have like they are like going towards that type of model or something like that. Um, I could see then Sony uh, doing an event or something like that before this June 11th date because you know again I don't you know I, I couldn't imagine. CD Projekt Red coming out saying, hey, blah, 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 blah. We're going to be PlayStation exclusive or something like that. And then PlayStation coming on in the back end and saying, hey, <laughs> they're going to be, you know, this or that. So it'll be interesting to see uh, these next couple of weeks. We should be getting some 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 I, I feel some pretty big gaming news. I think we both agree that it's it's 100 percent gonna happen before microsoft does their first party thing right yes i i think so i because when when is their uh when's microsoft's so uh, uh winter day so, schedule so that, that would put july of all june but it it just seems like it needs to happen like like regardless of what part of june it happens they have it seems like they have to preempt this this is i mean this is that time now this is that build-up and maybe you know and, and you've said it a couple times too lucas maybe they didn't want to build up the hype uh too much for people to get let down maybe this is you know again and this had to have been a time thing and i've, I've talked i've talked some trash <laughs> on sony and their marketing but what do i know i'm just some dude behind the computer uh so so there's a lot they've got and they pay people uh, uh, you know, plenty good <laughs> to know those kinds of things. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we are now on that cusp where where PlayStation is going to start ramping up what they have. We're going to get that console reveal. We're going to get the game reveals. And then that hype is really going to start building up for uh, Sony and PlayStation 5. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's crazy to think we're entering the summer of a new console and we have no idea what it looks like. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know it's so crazy, but I'm still. It is funny too. It's like even though I don't even know like really anything about it other than like what the controller looks like in the uh, in the specs and whatnot. All the teraflops. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped to see what they have. I, I I'm pumped to see what it looks like. I'm pumped to see the uh, the games, and I want to see what that price is. I want to know what the price I, is. So. All I'm going to say is, if they announce 400, just drop the mic there and walk off. Just end it there. Yeah, no. <laughs> Dude, out like day one, day one, day one of pre-orders is, is pre-ordered for me. For sure. I, I, I am I am saving up. I have, I have it in my savings. I am ready to go. So whatever price you come at me, Sony, I'm ready for you. You will be mine. I think we just need oh, to yes. tell our bosses we need a, a, a bonus. Look, listen, listen, this, listen, guys. This, come on this now. This is for work. Actually, they should be covering this. That, 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 that's, that's, you know what? <laughs> hmm. Sounds like an expense to me. I, I am right there. Man, we got we to gotta get on the phone. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Yo, I think that is going to do it for us today at LAN parties. Uh, Lucas, what do you have uh, planned for the week? Uh, man, I have no idea. Not much. I'm, I am... We're gonna we're gonna make progress. We're gonna try and get through The Last of Us this week. That's our goal. We're gonna finish, and then we're probably gonna move straight into Uncharted. Dude, I think I might, I'm thinking about, I, I think I might go back and pick up uh, Last of Us uh, just so I can run through it again before the new one comes out. Because it's been, I mean, again, what, six, seven years? Because uh, I had it for PlayStation 3. I never got it for PlayStation 4, although it's dirt cheap right now. Uh, so I, I might, I'll probably pick it up and just run through the game again just to refresh myself. Uh, but I mean, again, time is, I mean, wait, wait, it's coming out when it's coming out this month, isn't it? June. Yeah. No, ne next technically month. next month Early still. We're, we're right. not in June quite yet. Yeah, I know. I look at me trying to, trying to go ahead I and would hurry like to fast forward time. time though. If, if we could just go right <laughs> to the last of us two launch day, I'm, I'm good with that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Guys, again, thank you guys so much for joining us here over at land parties. We appreciate you. We hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we love your faces. Thank you.